Hi, my name is Umberto Mucci. This is With Italia News, a podcast about Italy during coronavirus time. Today is Monday, December 14. As every Monday, I give you some numbers on the situation of the second wave of the contagion in Italy. In the last seven days, we have had an average of 16,405 new positives per day, or minus 4,124 cases per day compared to the previous seven days. The percentage, percentage change of new cases recorded in the last seven days compared to the previous seven was minus 20.1%. Over the past seven days, the average change in the number of patients admitted in the Italian hospitals was minus 379 patients per day. The overall percentage change in total patients admitted during the seven days was minus 8.7%. With regard to intensive care, the average change in admission exit balances over the last the past seven days was minus 42 patients per day. The overall percentage change in total ICU patients over the seven days was minus 8.6%. This minus means that the things are going in the right direction. Uh, on average, we had 635 35 diseases per day in Italy over the last seven days and 30, uh, 739 over the previous seven days. So there's a minus here too. The variation of deaths in this, this last seven days, in fact, compared to the previous seven, was minus 14.1%. But there are still too many. Italy is the European country with the highest number of COVID victims and the fifth in the world in this agri-ranking. We are also the seventh country in the world for the total number of contagions and the fourth if we consider the ratio of deaths to population. The color of some Italian regions has changed again, which means different restrictions on what their citizens can and cannot do. Lombardy, Piedmont, Basilicata and Calabria are now in the yellow zone, the one with the fewest restrictions, while Abruzzo is back in the orange zone, joining Valle d'Aosta, Bolzano province, Campania and Tuscany. No region is in the red zone anymore. The red zone is the one with the heaviest restrictions. However, there is a new great controversy about restrictions. Germany has had so far 1.3 million positive cases and 21,000 deaths. We had 1.8 million cases and 64,000 deaths. In Germany, the daily average is now 25.7 cases and 0.5 deaths per 100,000 inhabitants. In Italy, 27.4 cases and 1.1 deaths per 100,000 inhabitants. But in Germany, has been announced with an agreement between government and Länder, the German regions, a new total lockdown until January 10. Here, we are going in the opposite direction. The government argues every day with the regions and everyone takes it out on the citizens because the last weekend the sight of very large crowds of people doing their Christmas shopping and socializing in major Italian cities has caused alarms. Make no mistake, everyone was wearing a mask, unless they were eating or having aperitivo. But are these Italians really guilty of something? Guilty of something? If a region goes from red zone to orange zone or from orange to yellow, guess what? People return to do what they could not do before. If the government encourages to buy in physical presence and penalizes the online one, if it makes a constant campaign against Amazon in defense of Italian stores and gives back money to customers who buy in stores, guess what? People to go to buy in stores. If you close and continue to keep closed theaters, cinemas, stadiums, museums and any other place to go to except the shopping streets, moreover at Christmas time, guess what? People go to walk in the city centers, especially if the weather is good. 
What is there to be surprised about? I always try to explain you what's happening in Italy, or at least I really try to, but sometimes there are things even I can't understand, and please, I beg you, please forgive me about that. There is another scandal regarding the management of the coronavirus that is exploding in Italy these days. The World Health Organization has been accused of conspiring with the Italian Health Ministry to remove a report revealing the country's mismanagement at the beginning of the coronavirus pandemic, the publication of which was intended to prevent future deaths. Italy was the first European country struck by the pandemic, the first Western country. The report, produced by WHO scientists across Europe, was funded by Kuwait's government with the objective of providing information to countries yet to be hit. Called an unprecedented challenge Italy's first response to COVID-19, the document was published on the WHO website on May 13, before being taken down the next day. The 102-page report said Italy's pandemic plan had not been updated since 20, 2006, and that, due to being unprepared, the initial response from hospitals was improvised, chaotic and creative. It took time for formal guidance to become available, the report added. The document was allegedly removed at the request of Ranieri Guerra, the WHO's Assistant Director General for Strategic Initiatives. Guerra was the Director General for Preventive Health at the Italian Health Ministry between 2014 and 2017, and was therefore responsible for updating or not updating the pandemic plan as per new guidelines laid out by the WHO and European Centre for Disease Prevention and Control. Besides, Guerra is among the scientists on the Italian government's COVID-19 task force right now. The outdated plan is a crucial element in the preliminary investigations being carried out by prosecutors in Bergamo, the Lombardy province hardest hit during the first wave of the pandemic, into possible criminal negligence by authorities. One of the scientists who wrote the report based at the WHO's office in Venice has been summoned three times to speak to prosecutors, but has been prevented from doing so by the WHO, which has insisted that all the researchers involved in producing the report should have immunity from testifying. Only Guerra was heard by prosecutors in early November, but the contents of the hearing have not been disclosed. Sadly, this reminds many secrets about things happening in Italy a long time ago and never definitely clarified. Let's hope that in this case, instead, we get to really find out what happened and who's to blame. Even if it is not difficult to imagine it, that the pandemic plan should have been updated, but it was not, and that he, who was supposed to do it, have for nine months been incredibly among those advising the Italian government on how to restrict our freedoms. A perfect example of the headache that often comes when trying to understand this wonderful yet complicated country that is Italy is given by the campaign for vaccination that was announced yesterday. Because if, if you have been following with Italian news, it should be quite clear that there is a lot of distrust towards the government, not by me, but by the Italians. The vaccination starts in America today, we probably will in a month or so. Yesterday, it was revealed that one of the most famous and appreciated Italian architects in the whole world, Stefano Boeri, the one who designed Il Bosco Verticale in Milan, has donated to the country, to the country a wonderful design in the shape of a primrose, a flower that blooms in spring and will symbolize the rebirth of Italy thanks to vaccination. The pavilions that will rise in the squares of Italy where Italians will be vaccinated will be shaped like a primrose thanks to this gift. It's really, really wonderful. 
it is not surprising that Italy is the only place in the world that wants to express beauty and give a symbolic meaning even on this occasion. And it is something of which we are proud. But all of Italy is asking the same question and fears to already know the answer. Will the government be able to manage in an efficient and orderly manner this immense vaccination campaign? Seeing how badly they managed the responses to the second wave and how their decisions would probably, unfortunately, guarantee that there will be a third wave in the same period in which we will begin to vaccinate. Italians have many doubts. We are proud of the beauty and we want it. But of course, we also want the efficiency. And if there is not the second, even the first becomes useless and unappreciated. It's all for now. It's all for today. Once again, please take care. Please wear the mask. Please vaccinate. Please. I'm very happy that America, which is in my heart, is starting today. I'm, I'm waiting for the day we will start in Italy and that will be a wonderful day for us. This is a wonderful day for you. But please take care and stay healthy. And this will go away. This is slowly, but this is the beginning. The beginning of the end of the nightmare. I'll see you on Wednesday. Ciao from Rome. This was We the Italian News. My name is Umberto Mucci.